Psalms 42. Psalms 42, verse 1. Read again, please. Gempe owewe jawe joru amazi Jesus ne meme yange wewe jawe jakuluo aikatonda Meme yange Erume njala kuluwa katonda Kuluwa katonda omulamu Dituka di Nendabika Mumasoga katonda Amaziga gange Yemere yange Emisana nechiro Webanga mbobu kuziba where is thy God? Continually they say unto me, Where is thy God? As the deer panteth after the water brooks, as the deer panteth. For the water. So, panteth my soul after thee, O God. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus. Release a fresh hunger for you in our lives. Release the Father, release a hunger for you. Tata shumule njala kuruwa ikatunda wafe. A thirst for you. Father, let this word become a reality in our lives. Let there be a people in this generation. Let there be a people in these days, Lord, that hunger for you, that thirst for you, as the deer pants for the water brooks, my soul fasteth for God. My soul fasteth for God. Ladies and gentlemen, that time has come where the thirst for God should supersede the thirst for any other 
thing in this world. We thirst for so many things. We thirst for water. We thirst for, for food. We hunger. The appetite of so many things in these days has become so strong. The, the passion for things, that passion, that desire for money, that desire for breakthrough, that desire for success, that desire for healing, that desire for deliverance, that desire for games and sports. So many desires. You can long to visit someone. You can long to meet someone. Oh, you can long to go somewhere. You can long to get married. And all those things are good. But there is a thirst for God. And the Lord wants to bring us to a place where the hunger for Him supersedes all the hunger for any other thing. Father, let it happen. Let it happen in this season. Let it happen in this year. Let it happen, my Father. Oh God. That you draw your people, that you draw the children, that you draw the youth to that place of longing for you. My soul thirsts for God, for the living God. Not the God of yesterday, but the God of today. The God that is alive. The God that is real. And he says, when? 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 When shall I come? When shall I appear before God? This is a real reality that David comes to in his life. And it is this very reality that the Father wants us to receive from him that desperation when 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 shall I come? Not going to places. Not even simply going to church. Oh, but to come before God. He says, when shall I appear before you? Why to appear before God? He has plans. He knows what he wants to do. Oh, you could look into your life and you realize there is nothing 
that can change your heart. And that there is no one who can change your heart other than God. And he said, when will I appear before him? When will I meet him? When I meet him, my life will entirely change. When I meet him, he will create in me a new heart. And you heard when you may not know the answer. You may not know when. But what is in your heart is that Father, no matter how long it takes, no matter how long it takes, no matter the cost, Lord, all that I desire for is you. Ladies and gentlemen, God wants to restore this heart back to the church. God wants to restore this heart to the church. A heart that longs for God. A heart that thirsts for God. Paul tells Timothy in 1 Timothy chapter 4 verse 6 and he says Put the brethren to remembrance. Remind them of these things always. And he says, when you do, you will save thyself. They will be saved. They will be changed. Ladies and gentlemen, you can get to a point where you say, I have heard about these things. I have heard about the thirst for God. I have heard about the longing for God. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, oh, today, the Lord says, put my people in remembrance. Put my children in remembrance of these things. The Holy Spirit wants to remind the church of today that there is a God. There is a God. We've tried to go after this God in our comfort. We've tried to go after this God in convenience. But the time has come and the time is coming when my tears shall become my meat. When your tears shall become your meat. Day and night I prophesy to you that moment is coming where you you will have no peace. You will have no peace until there is this longing that has gripped your life until that as you sit down, that as you walk, as you are on your desk working, as you move about, as you cook, as you wash, as you do different things, even as you pray, even as you preach, there is a longing that will overtake you, that will overtake you. There is a longing. Only him 
can feel. My tears have been my meat day and night. While they continually say unto me, Where is thy God? Where? is your God. They say to me, where is your God? I cannot just prove to him that he's alive. I cannot just prove to them that he's there. I have to run to him. I have to go to him. I have to get a hold of him. He has to get a hold of me. When he gets a hold of me, they will will see him. If he gets you, they will see him. If he gets you, they will see him. If he gets you, they will see him. This cause for lives lives that have reached a place where they say enough is enough. No more pretense. We cannot just speak for him. We cannot just do things. We cannot just engineer things in the church. We cannot engineer true love. We cannot engineer true peace. We cannot engineer true holiness and righteousness. We can cover up on the outside, but there is a life from the inside that the Father sees. You can cover up and it will be a matter of time that that which is in the inside, the rottenness in the inside will begin to show up. And that moment comes where you say nothing can change me. Nothing can transform me. Nothing can satisfy me. I need my God. I need my God. I need God to show up and encounter with the living God. Oh, this same God is the very God that so many people have met in the Bible. And not only in the Bible, even in our time, there are people that have met God, they've they've bumped into God, they've had an encounter with God, and their lives have not remained the same. The flesh has to die. God has to bring the church to that place where the church dies to the flesh and the glory of God is revealed in the name of Jesus. There is a man in the Bible. This man had a great history. He had a great background. His father had an encounter with God. His grandfather had an encounter with God. His name was Jacob. 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 So, so many things in his life. But he got to a point where he was desperate. And he said, there must be a God. Look at how I'm threatened. I'm threatened by my brother. My brother wants to kill me. Look at the situation I'm in right now. Oh, and he said, I need God. And the Bible says in verse 24 of Genesis 32, verse 24, and Jacob was left alone. 
Lord. That is the beginning point. That is the beginning point. That is your beginning point. You want God. You want to encounter with God. We want to see God in the church. We want to see God in our families. The beginning point is being alone with God. Developing that culture once again where the church once again begins to go after God. We come away with him. We go aside with him. Oh my God. There are times when people used to say I'm going to seek God. People used to say I'm going to wait on God. Pastors, leaders used to go aside and they are waiting on God. You used to hear oh the pastor is not around because he's waiting on God. He has come to meet God. He has come to seek God. In the Bible they always went to the mountain. They said we are going to meet God. In the Bible, a man like Moses God called him and said come to the mountain. Come and meet me. Come, I want to meet you. Come, I want to pour my heart to you. That time has come that once again we will go aside with God as individuals, as individuals, as families, as churches, as nations in the name of Jesus. And Jacob, and Jacob, Jacob, was left alone. And there wrestled a man with him until the breaking of the day. How long? How long? Until the breaking of the day. This wrestling with God, we can encourage ourselves. We can we, we can motivate ourselves. We can look at things and we get encouraged. We can be blessed by certain things and we get encouraged in, in one way or the other. We can go through situations and we try to forget the emptiness, the emptiness within us. You can sit before people and you try to forget the emptiness within you. Oh my God. But ladies and gentlemen, the time has come where we need to face reality, spiritual reality, truth, that we need God, not the God of your pastor, not the God of pastor so and so, but your God, you, if you are a believer, if you are a child of God, if you do not have God, if you've never gotten saved, I want to say to you, there is a God. He's looking for you. A man wrestled with Jacob until the breaking of the day. This wrestling, if it was 
if his family was there with him, it would have been difficult for him to get this encounter. If his children were there with him, if his servants were there with him, if his things were there with him, maybe it would have been difficult for him to get this encounter. But he was left alone and a wrestling took place. Oh my God. I don't know how they wrestled. But wrestling is wrestling. It is not fun. Many times when you are alone, you go aside and you wrestle with God. It does not matter what people see because you are alone. There is no image to keep. There is no face to maintain. Whether you shed tears. Whether you roll on the ground. Whether you kneel down. Whether you prostrate. Whether you jump up and down. Whether you stretch your mouth so wide. Whatever you do. You are alone God. What matters is him. What matters? I want to touch you. I want to get a hold of you. I want to get close to you. I want you to change me. That is what matters. When you are before people, people might say, what's wrong with you? People might say, is God deaf? Why do you cry like that? Why do you spend all that time? People might tell you, don't you have other things to do? When you are alone with God, God wants to restore this life of being alone with him. We pray with others. We intercede with others. We fellowship with others. But after the family prayer altar, there is a moment you have alone with God. After the church service, there is a moment that you have alone with God. That moment is there. That moment is there. And when he saw that he prevailed Nga. not against him. He touched Nakoma. the hollow of his thigh. And the hollow of Jacob's thigh was out of joint as he wrestled with him. There is a life that gets changed when we are with God. There is a limping we need in these days. There is a spiritual limping. Brokenness. Brokenness. Humility. Before God. You may never know what God has to do. 
church in your life. You may never know what has to be dealt with in your life. Until when you've created time alone with God. Until when you've gone aside. Until you've yielded. And yielded. And yielded. It is all in God's purpose. That man may encounter him. That man may find him. There are things that he touches himself in your life. There is a change he brings in the church himself. He knew where to touch with Jacob. As you worship him, as you go deep after him, he begins to touch your heart. He begins to create a new heart in you. He begins to deal with certain things in your life that you even didn't know, that even people cannot talk tell. Even things maybe that people were pinpointing, but you had no life in you, you had no energy in you, you had no power in you to resist and to overcome those challenges and so that need to go after God that he may touch me as they wrestled and wrestled and wrestled and wrestled and wrestled he said let me go for the day breaketh. And he said, I will not let thee go. Except thou bless me. Except you bless me. Ladies and gentlemen, let's ask, let's ask ourselves, was Jacob poor? What kind of blessing did he ask for? Was it a blessing for wife? Was it a blessing for children? Was it a blessing for gold and silver? Was it a blessing for animals? For... What kind of blessing? He had everything. He had everything. But he said, I will not let go of you unless you bless me. Ladies and gentlemen, if you want to understand that kind of blessing, you go to Matthew chapter 5 and you look at the beatitudes and you look at those who are blessed, those who are blessed. You can have things if you do not have God. That's not a blessing. There is a blessing that is of God himself of God himself where he comes to you he releases his blessing he releases his life he releases his his presence he releases his glory upon you And he said unto him, What is thy name? And he said, Jacob. And he said, Thy name shall be called no more Jacob, but Israel. For as a prince, thou hast power with God and with men. And hast prevailed. 
God wants to bring the church back to spiritual victory. Spiritual victory. Spiritual breakthrough. Nothing else. Nothing else. When you look at Jesus' life, he always went aside. He wrestled. He prayed. He poured his heart to God. When you look at Luke chapter 22, from verse 40, downwards, in the garden of Gethsemane, he pours his heart. His sweat turns into blood. Why? He's longing for the Father. He wants that breakthrough in God. He knows the will of God. But he needs spiritual energy. He knows he has to go to the cross. You know you have to be holy. You know you have to live a righteous life. You know you have to live in peace with everyone. You know you have to forgive. But within you, you don't have that strength to overcome. You wrestle with God. You come after God, you go outside with God and you say, Father, I see your dream in me. I see the call upon me. I see the gift, Lord, but I don't see anything come out of me, Lord. Father, I want you. You remember the things he told you about. You remember but you don't see those things come to There is a place you go to that is in God. someone's strength out there to keep coming after you to keep coming after you many are the distractions Lord but Father Father until we get a hold of you fully until that when we stand before you and you say well done well done thou faithful servant heavenly father in the name of Jesus let someone out there pray let someone out there say Lord I give you my heart Lord let there be someone out there that says father 
the church of Jesus has to be ready has to be ready for the return of the bride the bride has to be made ready and in our own strength we cannot we need this Father, give wisdom to your children, Lord. In the name of Jesus, oh Lord, let them see those times they ought to create, Lord. Let them see those moments, oh God. They've got to go deeper, my Father. Yes, Depth with you, Lord Spirit of the Lord. Spirit of the Lord, like Isaiah when he got that encounter with you and he never remained the same There are people out there. The Lord is joining you. And He says, You alone, you're not alone. You are He's releasing grace. David says, they always say to me, where is thy God? Look at the church today. The world does not see the God of the church. Look at the situations we are in today with this pandemic you cannot blame anybody when people seek when people die millions and millions of people oh Baba suffering around the world where is our God oh Baba where where when you see the evil that has there are situations all around us. They are speaking. They are speaking. Where is our God? Where is our God? 
when you look in the world and you see governments with people with certain groups of people that they call essential essential and they allow them to operate because essential where is your God? Where is your God? May God release that grace upon you. May God release that deeper, deeper, deeper hunger than never before. A faster than what you've ever had before. I hear the Lord say, I hear the Lord say, let my people prepare. Prepare. Because there is a depth I am about to take you to a depth in seeking, a depth in pursuing me. I am about to take you there. Get ready. Do not give up. There is a grace that is about to fill you. That grace will come. That grace is coming. That grace is now. When men and women, when young people, will not settle for anything. Nothing else other than God. Oh my goodness. I see, I see an army, I see a group of young people that are travailing, that are travailing in the spirit, that are saying we need God in our generation. I see young people that are saying enough is enough of what the enemy is doing to our fellow young people. We need God. And those young people will pursue God. I see children. I see children that will not be only after games. There is a grace that will invade families. Entire families that will pursue God. A depth in seeking God. A depth in longing for God. A depth in going after God. That depth is coming. And he says, get ready. Jesus. Yes. We worship you, Lord. Yes, Lord. Worship him. Worship him. 
Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Master. You are worthy, Lord God. You are worthy to be praised. You are worthy to be glorified. You are worthy. Father, we thank you. We thank you for this moment that you've given us to be before you in the name of Jesus. Yes, take a few more minutes. A few more seconds as you settle in. Let true prayer come back. Let true travail in the come de Let true la Let true agony in the spirit. Agonizing in the spirit. Oh my God. Oh my God. I I I I see I see like a blanket. It's like a blanket. It's like a cloud that covers the whole of Uganda. That covers the whole of Uganda. And the Lord says, I am going once again to release the spirit of travail upon this land. For my people, had become so satisfied with their situations. For my people, for the church, had become so satisfied with development and growth in various areas. But the time is coming. Where my people once again will prevail. They will enter their closet. They will enter in their closet. And they will shut that door behind them. And they will travel. This land once again will be like a sweet aroma before me. This land once again. Sacrificial 
Oh my God, I see people tying clothes around their waists. I see people climbing mountains. I see people going through valleys. I see people, I see people nothing is comforting them. They are simply running after God. They are simply longing. And in the name of Jesus, I call for those people. The Lord is telling me to call them out. My Father, let them come out. Let them come out. Jesus, Father, let it be so according to your word, Lord. According to your will, Baba, 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 Baba,